Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Monday afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton and Coach James Dickinson here on Monday afternoon, October 17th. It's the third Monday in October, and you know what that means. Turn it up, Clayton. Yee. Go Big Orange! Okay, that's about enough of that. That's enough of that. Okay, all of you all can uh, gather around and and listen to us kind of dissect what what went on Saturday. Congratulations to Coach Heupel, all the Vol fans uh, around the globe. And uh, on a on a hard-fought 52-49 victory over the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, and that washed away 15 years of agony and pain and uh, sadness, wouldn't you say, Coach? Most definitely. Uh, Tennessee uh, got a good little football team up there in Knoxville this year, and it was a fun game. Turned out uh, just in favor for the Tennessee Vols. Uh, Alabama's going home uh, Saturday afternoon to regroup and get ready for a uh, Mississippi State this Saturday at 6 o'clock. Clayton, what do you think? You know, I, I I thought it was a great football game. And um, they don't hurt like they used to, but let's not make a habit of it. Well, I, I agree. Um, but, no, you got to give Tennessee credit. they got a really good football team. And uh, what Josh Heifel has been able to accomplish in two years is very similar to what we saw in year two with Nick Saban. You know, uh, year two, Alabama went undefeated into the SEC championship game. Ended up losing to eventual national champion Florida that entered the game with one loss after losing to Ole Miss earlier that year. Uh, that's when they had Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, and that whole Percy Harvin and that group. Uh, but he's got those guys believing. And it's not just the players. It's the fans. It's uh, We had Tony Basilio on uh, our show this morning. And, you know, we talked about how this thing kind of started with baseball, you know, just the energy of all nation. And it just rolled into the summer. And went right into football. And ever since they came back from that uh, week off uh, before they played LSU, uh, in the last two games, that offense just seems unstoppable. Right. And I'm, and I'm <clears throat> speaking of baseball, my Vols baseball, I'm sure the Vols, Vol fans are hoping that the Tennessee football program and Tennessee team carries on a little farther than their, than their baseball team did. Uh, I mean, they were basically number one for most of the last half of the season, or something like that. Weren't they? They, they, they were, and, and, and then they then they got to the regions and laid an egg against Notre Dame. It was Notre Dame. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what the Vol fans don't want to happen when they go down to Athens, because more than likely uh, they'll 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 take care of UT Martin next weekend, and then Kentucky, and then they have to go to Athens to play Georgia. So. You know, we we talked before the season. We did a prediction of what we thought. We said ten and two. It's going to be a, at least eleven and one. I right, I, I think right. that I think they got the firepower on offense to 
to be Georgia. I really do. And, and I would not be one bit surprised to see Alabama and Tennessee playing again in Atlanta. Well, I certainly hope in December. so. I mean, could you imagine what that atmosphere would be like in Atlanta? Not just going to be. Stadium split in half. Oh, half absolutely. Tennessee, half Alabama. Oh, my goodness. There'll be more, and there'll be more, probably more fans on the outside than there will be on the inside of the, of the uh, Mercedes Benz, though. You know what I thought of, though? When we missed that field goal to win the game or, or go up three with 15 seconds left, there was 15 seconds left on the clock when Tennessee got the ball back. And all I could think about was Mahomes last oh. year against the Bills. Yeah. I mean, that's all I mean. I, that's all I could think. It, it ended up happening. That's it. That's it. it. And, and you know the you know the game. You know how people say, "Well, this is going to be one of those games where it's probably the last team that has the ball." You know, and um, it literally, it was. And I mean, what, it, and, and the kick, the knuckleball that just barely went over the crossbar, unbelievable. So, uh, congratulations to the Vols. And I'll tell you what. I, I tell you what. I was most impressed with one of the most impressive things to me over the course of the weekend and with the Vol program is them sitting Jalen McCullough. Yeah. I, I didn't think they were going to sit him. I didn't think Hyper would sit him. When the talk was about him being him being suspended for UT Martin game, which is this coming game this weekend, obviously UT Martin is going to be a 70-point underdog. Um, and playing the UT game, uh, instead Jalen McCullough sat. And kudos to – Josh Heupel and his staff to make that decision that if you do stupid, ridiculous things uh, and you get arrested and you do nefarious type stuff and, and don't make the right decisions as a student athlete, you pay the price. He's not joshing around. He's not. He was, <laughs> not, he was, he was not. He was not joshing around. Absolutely. The big was. question but, I got right here, Drake and yes. Clayton. Are you ha- do you have any concerns for Alabama heading out to the rest of the season? Are, are they are they concerns to you guys? Are you are well? Yeah, I mean you got to be you got to be you got to be concerned a little bit. I mean Tennessee just just ripped through them. I mean it was twenty eight to ten before you could hardly blink. And then, you know of course Alabama made a made a comeback. Tennessee laid the ball on the ground there uh, with that that handoff that that RPO that, that suit that kind of handoff thing that, that happened RPO yeah. And so there were some uh, there were some things that happened in Alabama's favor to get them back in the ball game, um, but you know, you, really, it just doesn't look like a Saban type defense out there. That, when we talked, I, I, I think we're in a new age of college football. I don't think these kids today are as physical as they used to be. You, you, you think about the Alabama defenses that had Rolando McLean and Dante Hightower, and then you had safeties like Mark Barron and corners like Javier Arenas, guys that you wanted teams to try to throw the ball. Landon Collins. Landon Collins. And, and uh, I mean, the last really good one that we had was Minka, Minka, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick. Right, right. Besides right. that, we haven't had anybody in the secondary that's been aggressive. Uh, right. And, but I also think it has to do with this, this new age of offense where – Josh Heifel didn't need McCullough because he was just going to score more points. So it didn't right, matter what right. they did defensively. Right. Uh, and and, and they, they ended up getting enough stops that proved to, to be enough to win the ball game. And to answer Coach's question, I, you know, does it look – is this a turning point for Alabama? I mean, you know, we lost one game – we lost one game in Tennessee in 15 years, you know. Um, it was in Knoxville. And it's a, it was bound to happen. I mean, you know, it, it's – so – you know, we've got to play out the rest of this season to really kind of answer that question, I think. And Alabama think. plays Ole Miss at Ole Miss. 
Alabama, and Alabama has Mississippi State this weekend t- in Tuscaloosa. And then they travel to LSU. And then they travel to Ole Miss. And Ole Miss is ranked, I think, number seven and seven or eight in the country right now. Undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, LSU uh, has one loss. And then they play Austin P. And then they play Auburn, Auburn. at home. And Auburn's getting And then hopefully go to the SEC championship game. And more than likely, we'll either play one of two teams, Georgia or Tennessee. And so hopefully by that time, you know, things will shake out and, and Alabama can figure a few things out de- defensively. The, Clayton, the way you talk, I mean, there are no answers for Tennessee's offense. There are so, – and I, I, you know, I, I talked to several people over the weekend. The thing about that offense is you can't get pressure on the guy because he's smart enough to get rid of the ball. With that Tony Franklin, Hal Mummy, Mike Leach air raid – you have check downs everywhere, and he's just smart enough to get rid of the ball okay. and not wait for things to develop downfield and take sacks. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not saying it can't be stopped, but uh, if 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 the three guys, you know, uh, we were talking about this at lunch. Alabama in the second quarter was only rushing three and dropping eight in the coverage, and we had a little bit more success slowing them down. In right. That. We don't have a Quinn and Williams on the defensive line that can win that one-on-one or break through a double team that can get pressure individually. We have to we have to send linebackers, we have sure. to send a safety, we have to send a corner. And I'll be honest, our 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 <clears throat> linebackers compared to what we typically have at Alabama are average at best. And I, and that goes for Toto Toe. Toto Toe is a good linebacker. But I'm telling you guys, he's he's not that big. If 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 a guard gets their hands on him, He's typically not going to make the play, and we didn't hear a whole lot of his his name a whole lot this week. Led the team in tackles. Yeah, I mean, okay. So we we played Rocky Top for all the Tennessee fans listening, yeah. and we uh, have given Hypo kudos and given Hendon Hooker and his offense kudos and congratulations Tennessee. Now, how how fortunate should all these Tennessee fans listening feel that? They won the ball game. I mean, do you do you want to go back over a couple of things? You, I mean, do you want to talk? Do you all want to talk about the interception and the three four second late penalty flag that came out against Alabama after the after the interception? And well, it definitely came out late. Late, okay, not on time. Well, wait, wait, there's a couple of things that confused me in the game that. I've never seen before. Number one, I've never seen an officiating crew lose count on what down it was. That happened uh, there to start the second half. And number two, uh, when they threw the penalty flag and then the official spoke on TV, he first said, there is no foul for a block in the back on the return team. And then he said, however, there is a pass interference defense. (laughs) Number one, why are you even saying there's not a block in the back on the return? Because – what does that even matter? If right, right. If if, if you've got a pass interference on the defense, there's right. no block in the back. There's no block in the back if there's a uh, interference call in end zone. Sure, but think about the and coach was talking about how Henry Toto led the team with tackles. He had five tackles. Demarco Helms had five. They led the team in tackles. That's not a lot. That is not a lot. That's pitiful. And so Tennessee fans say, so you need to tackle more. You need, <laughs> you know, and well, when, and you're, I, when you're I, scoring in three or four plays, right. you know, I mean, right. Somebody's so, not, t- and they ran the ball on Alabama good too. I mean, they they ran the ball well, right? I mean, they 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 had a little bounce that up tempo man second and short. 
they're on the line and they're handing the ball off. They're getting three or four or five yards. I was talking to a friend of mine that's a Tennessee fan late <clears throat> late Saturday night, and um, you know he said, "Well, if Alabama right there at the end runs the ball three times and runs the clock down to runs the clock down to a couple of seconds, kicks field goal, they either win or go into OT." And I said, "Well, you know, if Gibbs on second down doesn't drop that wide open pass." He probably scores a touchdown. You know? Correct. Ifs and buts or candies and nuts. You know, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. But I mean, you know, so there are, are a lot of ifs and coulds and shouldas and wouldas. Uh, but I tell you what, the most egregious thing I saw Tennessee do that was not called and was reviewed was the hit on um, Bryce Young. On Bryce Young, the that that they said was not a targeting call. And look. Tennessee fans, I don't care what what you think, what you hear, what you feel. If that's not co- if that's not targeting in college, then what the hell is? I want to know. That's that's essentially what. Nick I mean, Saban, I want to know. That's essentially what Nick Saban said today at his press conference, um, and he's saying it not because he's saying it made a difference in the game. He just didn't want his quarterback's bell rung or knocked out of a game. Absolutely. You know. So. I mean, you know. I mean, geez, I mean, come on, man. And then the, then the other one where they came from behind, they came from behind Bryce Young, tried to sack him, and the guy clubs it on the, on the backside of his helmet. I mean, if, if the, if, that's not if targeting, had, but that is at least a, 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 a blow to the that's head. That's right. That it's not targeting, but a blow to the head to the, uh, to the quarterback. I right. mean, come on. Then the, the then the seven team receiver has the ball and hit guy grabs his hand, then reached up behind him and grabs his face. So, you know, there several calls. I'm, and I'm not saying, look, I'm just saying that officiating crew could have done a much better job enforcing the rules, whether it be for or against Alabama or for or against Tennessee. The Whatever the deal is, you would think the SEC would have their top notch crew on that game. And I'm not so sure that was the SEC's top notch crew. Do you think the game was traveling so fast they couldn't stay? Caught up with the game, maybe, maybe well, they. I mean, I mean that, that was apparent when they lost the count down. Was this third? Down? And I, you oh. know, you talking about the only time I've seen that happen. I believe years ago, Colorado and Missouri game. They got somebody got a fist somebody, down. Somebody got Colorado a fist. didn't win the game. Colorado got the fist. Is down. that when uh, what's his name uh, Cordell uh, Stewart 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 was playing was playing quarterback That's at that moment? Yeah, and they got a they got a fifth down and scored a touchdown on it. But uh, seventeen penalties for Alabama, a school record seventeen penalties. Most points given up in a game since they gave up 51 to Swanee in 1907. Right. I, I, so I thought I read somewhere most points since 1901 or maybe. Oh, for the series, yes, most points ever. The record belonged in 2003 in the six-overtime game, and that's where I thought we were actually headed Saturday for right. overtime, which right. would have just been crazy. That thing could have lasted forever. Um, they did. They are taking up. Um, a go. They, there's a GoFundMe page to pay for the goalpost and the one hundred thousand dollar fine that uh, the University of Tennessee will incur for letting for letting letting all those fans onto the field. Uh, there are camera spots where the securities guys in front of the stairwells leading onto the field just basically just got out of the way, and I'm sure. They felt they were going to be trampled, but um, you know if it's been if it's been fifteen years since Tennessee's taken down those goalposts, now those rusted old goalposts probably need to be taken down. And taken time, one. It's time for the change in your goalposts. There you go. Okay, we're going to a break. <laughs> 
Give us a couple of minutes. We're going to come back, talk uh, NFL and some more college football. Uh, congratulations to the Vols. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Just shoot for the stars. If it feels right, then aim for my heart. If you feel like it, take me away and make it okay. I swear I'll behave. You wanted control. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it. And the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now, the world has taken notice, and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor, and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw Harris and James the Coach Dickinson. It is Monday, the third Monday in October. That means we are past the third Saturday in October. And for all you Alabama fans, we never have to go through that again. And congratulations to all you Big Orange fans out there. And um, see you in Atlanta. See you in Atlanta, and good luck in Athens. Yes, uh, I mean, we, and we mean it. I, I hope I hope you all beat the pants off the Georgia Bulldogs. I agree, and shame them and embarrass them on their own home field, and we get another shot at you in Atlanta. Because if that's that ha- what I want, because if that happens and Tennessee goes into that game undefeated, win or lose, they're in the playoffs, and if we win, we're in the playoffs. And could you imagine? That's if we, right. If we played for a third time, Boy, they, and where that could potentially that's right. be, that, that national championship. Yeah, that 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 just. I mean, you the, be, the roof would blow off. Look at it this way: you beat Alabama once in the last sixteen years, and you have a chance to beat them twice in one year. Yeah, hmm. it makes. I wonder, up what for a odds, lot of pain. wonder what the odds of that that happening is, but we won't get into that. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the top 25 real quick. USA Today poll, uh, Georgia, number one. Ohio State, number two. Michigan, number three. They pounded Penn State, State. 41-17. The Vols move into number four. This is a USA Today college coaches poll, USA coaches poll. Clemson's number five. Uh, Alabama dropped down from three to six. Ole Miss is seven. Alabama still has to play them. Uh, Eight is TCU, who won – against Oklahoma State. Um, number nine is Oregon, and number 10 is UCLA. Now, in the top 25 AP poll, Tennessee is basically three, Bama six. TCU moved up five spots to 11 after beating an, uh, Oklahoma number eight Oklahoma State in overtime. And six, unde- <clears throat> six undefeated teams lost this past weekend. One was Bama. Another was USC, 43-42 to Utah. Penn State lost to Michigan, 41-17. OK State, Oklahoma State, lost in, in overtime to uh, TCU. And the James Madison Dukes, who were undefeated, lost to Georgia Southern, 45-38. And the Coastal Carolina University Chanticleers, Chanticleer, which is, if you all didn't know what a Chanticleer is, it's a rooster. It's a type of rooster. Um, ODU, Old Dominion Monarchs beat the undefeated Chanticleers, Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, 49 to 21. And, uh, the ODU Monarchs have a running back back. His name is Blake Watson. He set a school record with 256 yards rushing. Coach, that's a lot of yards. You ain't kidding. That's, that's taking the ball down the field. I mean, regularly. He, and he did that on like 18 carries, I think it was. Oh, really? He's not, so that's not a lot to get to him. It's not like, it's not like he it's carried not the ball 40 times or something. I, I watched mean, highlights, and every time he handed it to him, it's 40 yards here, 60 yards here. You know, it's amazing. So that's, that's the rundown on, uh, the top 25. Um, you know, we, all three of us seeing here, we're, you know, we're not going to lie. We're not going to, we're not going to, sugarcoat this we're our feelings are hurt we're a little sad over the loss on saturday we hope things would have gone a different direction they did not but uh you got to coach you know you got to regroup you got to get better you know you got to you got to get better right well you know this we, this has happened to alabama before i remember several years ago old miss clipped us we come back and won a national championship remember yeah oh yeah so, you know i promise you nick Staven and then the staff and the 
the players that we have there in Tuscaloosa will regroup and uh, and work twice as hard now and accomplish the goals. Their goal was to win an SEC championship and get in the playoffs. So, you know, the pitcher is still there for them. Imagine what would have happened without Bryce Young. <laughs> it would have been a massacre on Rocky. Oh, Tennessee would have absolutely just – they would, have won by, they would have won by 40. Absolutely. If if, if Jalen Milrow, huh. the backup, was in that ball game and the ineptitude of what we saw against Texas A&M was on the field this past Saturday in Knoxville and Tennessee tuned up the way their, their offensive Ferrari was running, it would have been awful. And, and God bless Alabama fans need to be thanking Bryce Young that we even had a chance to win that ball game. Bryce threw for how many yards? 455 yards. 454. 455. I think it's 455. You know, that's a Heisman Trophy run Saturday. That's a first overall pick type. It It is. There were 17 scouts, I think, or 19 scouts from the NFL that were at. Is that right? At at the game, 19 scouts? 19 NFL teams were there. Wow, that's a. That's a bunch. That's a, it's I mean, the majority the, of the league. Let's see, 19. Where's the other, where's the other 13? Way I mean, out know, on the West I mean, Coast. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's a great question. But I'm sitting there thinking, why are they there? <coughs> well, they're probably looking at the two quarterbacks from each team. Yeah. As potential guys that could be franchise-type quarterbacks. But yeah. back to the national championship thing, though. Four of, of Saban's six national championships at Alabama all have had at least one loss. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, every goal that they set out uh, – you know, before the season started, it's still attainable, and uh, they have tons to play for. And and like I said, I, you know, it's uh, yeah, like Drake was mentioning. Yeah, that if you're a Bama fan, wasn't great. Still a lot to play for, and I honestly believe we're going to. And I talked about this last week. Roy Kramer created the SEC championship game, and at the time, the two hottest teams in the league were Alabama and Tennessee. We have yet in. The first game was tw- was thirty years ago this year, in nineteen ninety two. So how it may be the thirtieth <laughs> anniversary for it to finally happen. There you go, Alabama. <clears> the thirtieth <throat> anniversary, creating two different divisions within the SEC in the SEC championship game. Correct. Right? And this is the first time that it has a, a true possibility of happening. Absolutely, and so. it could, could happen. And I, I'm going to predict. <clears throat> That it will happen. Okay, and and you know what? I'm looking. If it does, I'm looking forward. I'd like to see the Vols again. You know, of course, that means that we get the SEC championship game. I mean, correct. I want to get obviously with so wanna, much on. The I don't want to be Captain Obvious, but I, I mean, I want to get to the SEC championship game. And when we do that, I'd love to see the University of Tennessee Volunteers again. Or well, the next best scenario that you'd love to see, if some reason Alabama don't win out, would be. Ole Miss and Tennessee in the SEC championship. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Lane what? Kiffin versus the Vols. <laughs> Bring that, the mustard. That'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> Bring the mustard. Sponsored by who? Heinz Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> and Slozinger golf balls. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The top flight golf balls the and batteries, uh, Duracell batteries. Unbelievable. Okay, tonight. Uh, we've got a Magic Eight Ball picks on the Major League on Major League Baseball, and you know we need to pause. Our Major League our our picks got cut off on Friday. What? Yes. So make sure we need, we get these picks in earlier so that the news does not cut us off. But ah, okay. So we got cut off. Yeah, on Friday. that yeah did not. Know. And it was I believe it was two winners. 
I they absolutely were. Yeah. Well, Colorado. No, no, no. It was one and one. Yeah. Cause, cause Navy that, came back. Navy came back and covered. Was th- Thursday night? Thursday night we had winners. Yes. Thursday night. Thursday we night. Yeah. Yes. All right. So Major League Baseball night game five, Cleveland at New York Yankees. I'm telling you, I told you all before this, before the, these series started that Cleveland, the youngest team in the playoffs, average age wise, might not. Might not know any better what what they're really doing. You know, sometimes young teams just get out there and play and have fun. Florida Marlins many years ago did it. And so I'm just saying, be careful tonight. Um, the Cleveland is plus one twenty five. So if you put a hundred bucks on on Cleveland with a sports book, you get back one hundred twenty five bucks, and they move on in the series. They move on in the playoffs. So they will be playing game five tonight at the New York Yankees. The Monday night football tonight. Um, is the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, and they're going to try to get they're trying to get their offense together. Are traveling to uh, the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert and his bunch. They won't have Keenan Allen with them, but they've got some other weapons, Austin Eckler and and that bunch. So it's good, it, and that's going to be an AFC West matchup, which is normally pretty good. Pretty good football. I mean, pretty pretty fun football to watch. Pretty Broncos fun. offense. I mean, you, you're talking about watching that game Saturday and all that offensive firepower, and then you get it's like hitting an emergency <laughs> break when you watch the Broncos. It is atrocious. Kind of, oh, Thursday night was Washington. Um, yeah, Washington yeah. Bears. Another the, gross twelve seven. I tell you what, you they are a, pun, a form of punishment would be to make someone sit there for three hours and watch a Thursday night football game. So far this year, I mean. Dude, Sunday lot. morning in London's been great. They've been awesome. But the Thursday night football games, just I'm sorry, but they suck. They're terrible. Prime, Jeff Bezos and company. Hey, you need to you need to demand better football games on Thursday night if you're gonna pay these pay billion. these owners a billion dollars a year for the next thirteen years. I agree. I mean, because the coverage is great. The announcing Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, the whole setup is great. But the game is terrible. Well, that's what uh and then on Tuesday the the National League Championship Series, right? NLCS, that, yeah. The NLCS, okay. Just make sure I get it right. Uh, is Philadelphia at San Diego? That's not uh, Major League Baseball's got to love that matchup for ratings. I mean, West Coast. I know LA. all you Braves fans are broken hearted, but you got to pick a team out. Now, now that the Braves are out, you Braves fans are going to have to get on board with somebody. I mean, you've got. Uh, you, well, after Cleveland, New York, you're going to have four choices, either Philadelphia and San Diego, if you want to keep your loyalty into the National League, or you can go with uh, either Cleveland, the winner of the Cleveland, New York. They travel to Houston on Wednesday, and that, that opens up that five-game series on Wednesday. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what? if it's the Yankees or the Guardians. I'm pulling for whoever wins that series against Houston. And I think everybody, if the Yankees make it, I think everybody I think, besides Houston fans and Red Sox fans will be pulling for I, the Yankees. I think Houston is kind of considered the Darth Vader of, of Major League Baseball. Ever since Absolutely. The, ever since the trash can, banging on the trash can to tell uh, what – what type of pitch was coming? Hey, it's it's a great time to be a Philadelphia fan. Their baseball and their football team kicking Eagles ass, undefeated. Next thing you know, the Flyers and the Sixers are gonna right come back. They're gonna you know rise out of the ashes like a phoenix. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's 
That's crazy. I, so, I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia, but whatever it is, it's working. But tonight, game five, Cleveland, New York, and you've got Monday night football, so you can switch back and forth. And I've got uh I've got I think I think my Magic Eight Ball has something on the Cleveland Yankees uh game, a pick. And I know it's got something on the Denver uh San Diego San Diego. I'm gonna no. They're not San Diego anymore. Los Angeles Chargers. I, I yep. feel like the guy that was saying you know, the Redskins and, and the entire game. You know, the, matter of fact, the whole the whole city and area of San Diego has has re, just they hate now now they hate the Chargers. But they hate probably the way they hate the Chargers about the Raiders. That's pretty much you know? that's pretty much how it works. So um so anyway, we're um we're moving up on our on our last break before our last segment. And I told you we're gonna run over some NFL news, uh, what happened over the weekend, and looking forward. And remember, we got the Magic Eight Ball in the pick, so don't get, we're not going to get cut off this time. This is the Sports Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Clayton and Coach Dickinson, and we'll be back in two. This is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales. Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Winter Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. 
Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram truck and Jeep headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Welcome back into the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined with Clayton, but with Clayton and Coach Dickinson over here. You guys doing okay this afternoon? Yes, sir. Good, great. We're here. All right, it is, it is. It is a beautiful Monday afternoon right here on West Seventh Street in Columbia, Tennessee. Drake, we we are known as Championship. Radio. Well, there you go. That's what we are. That's what we are. Championship. Well, there you go. 20, 2020, we picked up Alabama football, national champions, Summit High School, state champions. 20, 2021, the Atlanta Braves. Hell. Uh, Alabama goes to the national championship, loses to Georgia. Now, the Predators now need to call down here when we need to get something going on with the Preds. And, and the, the Titans. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, but we are broadcasting on 101.7 FM. WKOM are the call letters of the station. And uh, if you're riding in your car or truck, just reach down there and just hold it on the on the channel button, and it'll beep, and it'll lock this channel in. And every Monday, Thursday, and Friday, you can pick up the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour beginning at 4 o'clock till 5. And something else that you guys out here listening to the radio station every day, this great sports talk show, Championship Radio. If you want to sponsor this show, I want you to pick up the phone and call Coach Dickinson. My cell number is 931-446-2028. We got a ton of stuff that you could come on board with us, and we got, we work you a great deal out. We yeah. got, and we still got inventory for Tennessee football and basketball. 
uh, and maybe potentially baseball, but at least UT football and basketball for the rest of football season into the college football playoffs or, sure. or further. And um, UT basketball, who came out, I think, was ranked number 11 in the preseason poll today. Okay, so for not much money, you, yeah. can, you can sponsor the Frontport Sports Radio Hour radio show, or you could sponsor something like the My Magic 8-Ball Picks, which have been terrific, Absolutely. and everybody has been tuning in for the Magic 8-Ball Picks, which we'll have here in just a few minutes. What's great about all this is that you could schedule an appointment with me, and we work something out here with you guys and the radio station. You can come in this studio and and we record your own ad. Yeah. Use your own passion. Use your own voice. And it's a win-win for And we'll everybody. cut it right here and put right. put those and run those ads right during the show. And if you wanted somebody like Drake Colley or Coach Dickinson or even our buddy Tony Basilio that you can listen to that comes on before our show, they can cut the spot for it. There you go. So think about that. If you guys are out riding around and want to uh, improve your bottom bottom line on your business, whatever it may be, a private practice or Retail business, whatever it is, call us down here at the station, WKOM in Columbia, and and, and be a sponsor. Um, okay, so Dallas last night took it on the chin against the 6-0 Philadelphia Phillies, a quarterback by Alabama's former Alabama quarterback, Jalen Hurts, 26-17. And Cooper Rush finally, you know, the Cooper Rush bus has pulled in to the Greyhound station and is unloading, it looks like. Got a couple flat tires on it, right? Yeah, now. he threw three interceptions last three interceptions last night, and so uh, the the quarterback controversy as far as between him and Dak Prescott, I believe has been has been put to rest, put to bed. So, um, meanwhile, Philadelphia is six and zero and rolling. I mean, you know, it's just hard to believe. Uh, but it really uh, is because I never and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm watched Jalen Hurts from day one. I never thought he would he would turn into the NFL quarterback he is he is today. So, but he obviously has um, winners over the weekend. Let's let's talk about some winners, okay? Bill Belichick is slowly becoming the goat, greatest uh, greatest of all time as far as coaches go. He moved. Uh, he tied George George House with his three hundred and twenty fourth win on Sunday, and he did it with a third string quarterback, Mister Bailey Zappi. Uh, fourth round pick out of Western Kentucky, Western the Hilltoppers, Western Kentucky University, Bailey Zappi. Um, and last season, uh, last season, Belichick had Mac Jones as a rookie and, you know, just showed out with him. Made the playoffs. If I'm uh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then after, after Jones was, was put out earlier this year, he brought in a, a veteran backup quarterback, Brian Hoyer. And then Hoyer went down with a concussion, so he had to bring in Bailey Zappi. And in walked Zappi, and, and he's won, he won, he's won three in a row, I think. I think they're four. You're talking about a quarterback controversy, potentially. Yeah, he had, that, that probably three. were, you know, yeah. they, there you go. Um, Zappi, uh, lost, I think his first go, maybe his first, first time out, he lost in overtime to Green Bay. He did. That's what happened. Was that what it was? Yeah, he lost in overtime to Green Bay. Then he won the next, Two, I believe, after that. He's played well. Yeah, he's played very well. And uh, against Cleveland on Sunday, he threw for 309, two TDs, and 118 passer rating. I mean, you can't, you, you know, what do you want out of a third string quarterback? 
The New York Giants, another winner is New York Giants. They're five and one. That's unbelievable. Head coach Brian Dable, um, which used to coach the University of Alabama. Offensive coordinator, yes. Beat Baltimore 24-20. Two late turnovers by Baltimore, by, by Lamar, by Lamar Jackson. So. Gotta give the New York Giants tons of credit. Nobody saw this coming. And, and along with the New York Jets. Yes, now and Robert Saleh, the head coach of the New York four and two, four and two New York Jets, had a twenty seven to ten win at Green Bay in Wisconsin at Green Bay against the Aaron Rodgers uh holistic health healing uh Green Bay Packers. And and, and- I don't know. Both teams combined have nine wins. I don't know if they even. If I don't think they even. You talking about the yeah, New York team, the New Giants? Yeah, I don't think they had nine wins to combine last year, or maybe combined over the past two. Years. I'm telling you, probably it, five. <laughs> I mean, we need to look that up. I don't up. know yeah. what's going on, but the, it, Daniel Jones. Barkley, I mean, they could play in the Super Bowl. It could be the it could be the Giants versus the Jets. It could be. You know, bring Never back know. Joe Willie and everything. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Another winner is Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase uh, plays for Cincinnati. Caught a very short pass from uh, Jeff Burrow and took it 60 yards. Just blew past two Saints uh, defenders with a minute, with just under, with a minute 57 to go for a 60 yard touchdown and put the Bengals ahead 30 to 26 over New Orleans for the weekend. So congratulations to him. Um, Matt Ryan. That was picked up by the Colts. He throws for, let's see here, he throws for 389 yards um, against Jacksonville. And Jacksonville's been playing some pretty good defense over the first part of the, first part of the season. Uh, two, I mean, he, he go, he go, they've goose-egged a couple of people, I think. So Colts started out slow. They picked up some momentum over the past couple of weeks. And the Jaguars, I know they lost this weekend, but still, they have impressed me compared to what we saw from them last year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks oh, much he, improved. He does. He does. He's growing up quick. Um, Ryan hit Alec Pierce for his first touchdown with 17 seconds to go, and uh, they won 34-27 over Jacksonville. And now that moves Matt Ryan ahead of – uh, Dan Marino in total pass yards thrown, which he's thrown for over 61,500 yards passing. And we figured that up before the show started. And that is 35 miles of passing in the NFL that Matt Ryan has thrown for. And you got to feel Think sorry about that. For 35 miles. Feel sorry for Matt Ryan. They had that big lead against Tampa Bay. I mean, uh, New England Patriots. In the Super Bowl, oh my God, Matt Ryan did not get the, yeah did not get the ring that year. I tell you what, there there's some there's some cops on bridge alert that that night <laughs> in, in, in Atlanta. I remember that that going, was just going back to the Jets and the Giants last season. They both of them had four wins and thirteen losses. Up, you know, Jets. so they had, they've combined for more wins. So they're yeah. over the, so yeah. they're over their their combined win totals from last year already already for and, the and third. Sunday in October. There you go. There you go. Uh, losers over the weekend. The, the Carolina Panthers and their interim head coach, Steve Wilkes, um, lost 24 to 10 to the Rams yesterday afternoon. Robbie Anderson was seen uh, screaming at his um, wide receivers coach on the sidelines. And then the head coach told him to go to the locker room and he was done for the day. 
Robbie Anderson has since been traded this morning to the, <laughs> to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, so that was he's, fast. He's leaving Carolina and going to Arizona pretty quick. Um, and the Tampa Bay Bucks lost to Marcus Mariota, former Titan, um, twenty uh, twenty to eight. No, I'm sorry. Said the Bucks. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take that back. Tampa Bay Bucks lost. Went to Pittsburgh, and they were what? Seven point favorites? No, I want to say they're more than that. I want to say they're like thirteen point favorites. Really? I think it, it was. No, maybe it may have been seven. Was it seven or eight? Someone yeah. Okay. Anyway, might have been nine. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you're it, right. I think it wasn't. It wasn't. I think it was okay. Nine, yeah. All right. Tampa Bay Bucks favored by nine at Pittsburgh. They lose twenty to eighteen. Um, the rookie picket started. He got injured. They put in Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on in, in, in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay scores a late touchdown and to make it 20-18. They missed a two-point conversion, but they could just didn't have enough time to get the ball back. So they get beat 20-18, and they have no excuses. Everybody's playing for, for Tampa Bay. Everybody's in good shape. The best thing over Tampa Bay is they play in that terrible NFC South. Right. Um, so they might be able to win that division and make the playoffs. Um, San Francisco – Played against, went to Atlanta and played against Marcus Mariota and got doubled up twenty eight to fourteen. Um, that's two games on the east on the east coast for San Francisco, plus that early start on Sunday, which is like at ten o'clock in the morning for San Francisco West Coast people, um, which could have been a big problem. And Marcus Mariota had a hundred and forty four quarterback rating, passer rating with three TDs, uh, and. In those three Ds, he rushed for one and threw for two. Um, so those are your winners and losers from yesterday. Um, Who's the best team in the NFL right now, guys? I think the Bills is. Oh, I, I would. The, I mean, the, I mean, the Eagles are, are they're playing well. Okay, but so are they the best? Let but me are ask, they the best? So let's let's say that let's say they let's say the Eagles and the Bills go to Titan Stadium. Then they play each other. Give, give me the Bills. I'm okay. What do you think the number's going to be? Buffalo minus six. I would say. I would say probably yeah six six to a touchdown six yeah six six and a half. That's probably about yeah. right. Yeah. I, I would say Buffalo by six. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the league. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know my my home's is right there with him. Did you see the play yesterday where he ran down the sideline and leaped over the? Did you? He, I, I did not. He leaped. He he was about on the ten yard line, and he 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 ran to his right and ran the ball down the sidelines. And one of the defenders came up to and how they you know they normally duck their head instead of wrapping someone up. They they ducked their head. This guy ducked his head, and Josh Allen just leaped right over the top of him like a deer. It was you know he's incredible. Yes, he and he's a big old country boy. From Wyoming. Right. And had I mean, no Division One offers. Country mouse, city mouse. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's, you know. And uh, and he's got a cannon. Can throw the football. And I think, you know, I think the Buffalo, Buffalo after last year and the play, was it the playoffs? It was the 13 second. AFC uh, championship game. That Mahomes and, Mahomes and them came back down there. And so, I mean, they had a little payback yesterday. They did. They absolutely did. And tell the story about the, the guy for the Bills, the defender. So uh, the Bills have a safety, and his name is Jordan Jordan Poyer, P-O-Y-E-R. And he had a bad, he had a bad rib injury, and the, his doctor told him that he did not want him flying on an airplane due to the pressure 
within the cabin and, and just didn't want him flying. He didn't think it was a good idea. So the Bills rented he, uh, Poyer and his family a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, which is a converted Mercedes-Benz van that has kind of like a bed in it and a small kitchen. It's, it's an oversized, extra-tall, elongated van made by Mercedes. And they rented the Bills rented one for the Poyer family, and they all loaded up and road tripped from Buffalo to Kansas City. They drove in a van over a thousand miles so Poyer could play in that game yesterday, and he did play, and they did win. And uh, it's a good thing is over a fifteen hour trip one way. So I think it's a good thing that they good thing that they won because you know. It probably would have seemed like a 150-hour trip if they had lost oh, you know, on the way back. Golly. I mean, you know. But uh, it, for all of them to load up and drive 15 hours from Buffalo to KC is is nuts, but they did it. Right now, Josh Allen's stats for this season, he's passed total yards, 1,980 yards, 17 touchdowns, four picks for 109.1 quarterback rating. Well, Clayton's got him on his team. He plays for the Claws. The Clayton yeah. Harris wow. Claws. He plays for the Clayton Harris Great Claws pick. in our fantasy league. He is the league. leader. He's the leader of the team. And I'm team. telling you, when the guy scores 35 points a week by himself, hell, Clayton's hard to beat. That's Claws. why That's why he's my first pick, baby. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, you want to look at – let's look at – let's talk about tonight and the Magic 8-ball picks, okay? Let's do it. So, I was – Conversing because he, I was, I was talking to the eight ball. You know, a Magic Eight Ball, you have to ask it questions. Magic Eight Ball, who's going to win tonight's Cleveland New York Yankees game? Uh, who's going to win tonight's Monday night football game between the Chargers and the Broncos? And you kind of, you got to hold and, and you got to hold it and then you got to slowly turn the eight ball upside down and then slowly turn it back. And then within, no, oh, I'd say four to five seconds, the answer just magically appears in that little window. So I did ask it about the uh, game five in the New York Yankees Cleveland series tonight. The Magic Eight Ball said, "Take the Cleveland Guardians." Wow! Over the Yankees. 